0: I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 5, Episode 1 of
1: The The Castle Chat. Chat.
0: Hey, Castle Chat friends. Welcome back to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today's episode is titled The Ultimate Guide to Disney Springs. We will be giving you all you need to know to become an expert of the shopping and dining center of Walt Disney World. So let's chat about it. What? Kicking it off. I'm so excited.
1: I cannot believe we are five seasons in of this podcast. I'm so excited. I think, in my opinion, every season gets better. And so I'm super excited to see what this season has in store because I think we just keep getting more creative and having more fun with it and getting a little bit more comfortable in our skin when it comes to recording. So I am really stoked to get this season started. Yeah, me too. I've also loved how we've been incorporating
0: a lot of the listener opinions into these future episodes. If you've been following us on Instagram recently, we've put out some polls to kind of have you guys help us guide what episodes are gonna look like and, and pick episode titles. So thank you for those of you that voted. We've actually picked some episode titles for this season based off of your votes, so you better buckle up because it's going to be a super fun season here on the Castle Chat. But today, we are so excited to be giving you all the information you need to know about good old Disney Springs.
1: Yeah, we last season did The Ultimate Guide to Fantasyland, and we thought that was a lot, and we said, hmm, what else could be a lot? Maybe even more. (laughs) Oh, Disney Springs. Let's do that.
0: Yes, we are going to try to cram in all the knowledge you'll need to know within this one podcast episode and you'll leave feeling like an expert, hopefully. So basically, how this episode is going to work, we are going to break down the sections of Disney Springs and give you almost like a walking tour through each of those sections, mentioning the food um, the uh, I guess the experiences and the shopping that you will see in those areas and Disney Springs has four categorized areas areas in its um, I guess in its map it's west side the landing town center and marketplace so we are gonna take all of those and walk you guys through it so are we ready to jump in I'm ready all right so for those of you that don't know what Disney Springs is it is basically a non-ticketed Disney type of fun that you can experience on the Walt Disney World property. That's my best way to describe it, I would say.
1: I would say when you think of Disney, you think of Next Level. This is a Disney shopping center. So it is a shopping center, plenty of things to do, find shop here, but it is Disney, it's next level. Yes, absolutely. It has a good combination of
0: Disney specific stores and restaurants, as well as your typical mainstream shopping anywhere from, for example, Zara to Lily Pulitzer to, I don't even know, Under Armor. Like You you can find mainstream stores throughout this shopping center as well which a lot of people enjoy that it's not just disney everywhere um so it basically has a breakdown here it has 103 shops 66 dining options and 27 experiences or play options that is
1: a lot of things to if do if you can't find something here that you like oh i'm sorry there are so many options and so many quality options it is nearly impossible to walk away from disney springs and not feel like you got something good or fun out of it in my opinion yeah
0: i've been to disney springs multiple times and every time i go i discover something new and or something i've just i don't know never seen before or a different route down a different pathway or every time i go i'm learning and i'm growing and it's very enjoyable for me
1: I totally agree. It's to the point now where I factor in Disney Springs time into every Walt Disney vacation that I take. I want Mm -hmm. to visit. I want to eat, see, do the things that they have to offer there that they don't have in the parks. I think Disney Springs has some of the best dining options hands down out of the park. So um, this is a must do for me every time I find myself in the Disney area.
0: Yeah. And this shopping area has been around for quite some time now. It actually opened on March 22nd, um, which is my birthday, um, 1975 which it was originally opened as Lake Buena Vista Village and it was marked as the first official Disney shopping area. So this has been around and has been renovated and has been growing since the 70s. After it was called Lake Buena Vista Village it was also called Downtown Disney which a lot of you people may remember it being that if you haven't been to Disney World recently it was called Downtown Disney.
1: When did um, the change from Downtown Disney to Disney Springs take place?
0: so i have a lot of memories from when it was downtown disney it had to have been i would think the mid 2010s i believe it was 2015 and that is kind of when that switch happened so it still feels pretty fresh like i know 2015 was obviously like seven years ago but It's still... I still remember downtown Disney.
1: I do too. I remember going to downtown Disney. I do believe we could do a whole deep dive on the origin story of this shopping center. It definitely used to be more adult-focused. I think now it's become more family-friendly. I remember going to Disney Springs and being like, Oh, when are we leaving? When are we going to ride rides? Um, And not feeling like there was kid-friendly things for me there when I was younger. Um, But I think since Disney Springs has come into existence, they have come up with this whole backstory. There is always a story to everything Disney does. And so you can, um, find information on why Disney Springs is called Disney Springs. It's this town that was founded off of, a, a boiling spring or something like that, basically. Um, and they have this whole backstory on why the area exists. Um, but, that being said, when they made the transition into Disney Springs, they also brought in so many new stores, restaurants, all of these things and experiences that weren't there previously that make it very family friendly. Yeah, it's
0: it's definitely like you said, it's a fun place to be. I make it a part of my park trips as well. And um, so let's jump in and let's share more about this amazing area on Walt Disney World property, breaking down our four areas like we mentioned, which are West Side the landing, town center and marketplace. Let's kick it off with west side.
1: Yes, you can think of these four areas like different lands in magic kingdom like we've talked about before. But starting with West Side, if you are going to Disney Springs and you are looking for a place to park, anywhere that you park at Disney Springs is going to be labeled by a citrus fruit. So if you are wanting to go to the West Side section of Disney Springs, you are going to be looking for the watermelon lot. That is going to be where you park off to the side or where you ask your Lyft driver to drop you off so if you or your Lyft driver are not parking in the watermelon lot the next best place for you to park if you're looking to get to the west side is going to be the orange garage so going into the west side all the way if you're looking at a map to the left the first thing you're going to come across is Disney's Cirque du Soleil which is an amazing
0: um, newer addition that they've had to Disney Springs it's an incredible experience i have not experienced it myself but to have that on the disney springs property is amazing
1: Yes. The the newest show that they are showing at this Cirque du Soleil theater is called Drawn to Life. It's brand new since the pandemic. I've heard it's incredible. Um, It's specific to Disney storylines. Cirque du Soleil is a bigger company entity. They do various shows in Vegas and other places around the world, but this Disney-specific location does have a Disney storyline. So if you took your family there and you have younger kids, it will be something that they can follow and understand and be excited about and it be relevant to Disney World.
0: Yeah. And next to Cirque Soleil, we also have the House of Blues and City Works Eatery. Both of these are restaurant bar for um, City Works. is also a place where you can watch a lot of sports. House of Blues is where you're going to be able to hear some live music. A lot of, I feel like, local concerts happen there, which is awesome. So House of Blues has its own little section, I would say. They've got a gift shop. They've also got I mean, they've got a lot of stuff right over there, but right across from that is the City Works eatery, like I mentioned as well.
1: I've heard good things about City Works. I have not been to either of these locations. Honestly, I typically don't spend as much time in the west side, so um, from what I know, both of these are great options, um, but to have uh, any personal review, I don't have one, but I have heard really good things about the City Works menu, so maybe check that one out. As we continue down West Side, the next thing we're going to come across is the M and store, which is a new favorite, as well as Haleo.
0: Yeah, the M and store is is new within the past how many years? It's in the last year. Yeah, since in the, the, the pandemic last year. Um, and there's always a line to get in the M and store. It's so busy, but I feel like adding the M and store to the West Side has definitely helped improve. traffic over in that area because it like i feel like the outer corners of disney springs get touched less because there's so much happening right in the middle um that place in the m&m store there was definitely a good option for that and also like basically attached to the m&m store is splitsville which is the big huge bowling alley food connoisseur i mean it's just like there's so much inside of splitsville it's also I would say it's, I mean, they they name it as luxury lanes. It's definitely an elevated bowling experience. I was going to. I was going to do on my last trip, and then we kind of saw the prices, and we were like, "I don't really know if that's worth it." But I have heard people do Splitsville. I have really, really enjoyed it, and um, enjoy getting to eat something as well while they're bowling.
1: Going to Jaleo on the other side. um, Jaleo is going to be a modern Spanish cuisine restaurant. So if you are into Spanish flair food, that is going to be a great spot for you to check out. I have heard good things about Splitsville as well. I had a friend that is actually an avid bowler and she had a bachelorette in orlando and went to splitsville and really enjoyed her time there so if it's something that you like to do it might be worth the extra cost Mm -hmm. just for the experience
0: yeah okay well moving on from splitsville if you have a sweet tooth there are two amazing places right next to splitsville as well as next to the amc theater called salt and straw and everglaze donuts and cold brew
1: Ugh, okay, this is where I get in trouble. I have the world's biggest sweet tooth and it's a problem. Um, Everglaze donuts and cold brew. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of like over the top donuts. I just like a classic donut, which you can find here and it's good. They're cold brew, they have some pretty. Um, Fancy flavors for their cold brew. I think they had like a cinnamon toast crunch something along the lines of that that was really good Um, But they have some fun flavors in there that you can try that aren't going to be the same as other coffee shops that You can go to around Disney Springs or the Disney property in general Um, salt and straw is a new ice cream parlor shop literally brand new within the last month or two and they are known to have out of the box flavors i think they have like a strawberry balsamic flavor a goat cheese and guava flavor they have very strange flavors as well as your classic ice cream flavors so if you are looking for some really quality ice cream. They also have plenty of vegan options there for those of your family members that either are vegan, have dairy allergies, whatever it might be. Um, so it's something, there is something for everyone there. Yeah, and it's
0: located, like I said, right next to the AMC theaters. So you've got your You've got a movie theater and a bowling alley literally directly next to each other with dessert options. Like that is a great combination right there. Um, I've never actually seen anything at the AMC theaters, but I've always wanted on a Disney trip to just like go to the movies and see whatever films out during that time. Have you ever been to the AMC theaters there?
1: I have not been to the AMC theater uh, in Orlando and Disney Springs. I have been to an AMC theater other places the one thing i think is cool about going to see a movie here they always have almost if you could imagine you are at the movie premiere whatever disney specific movie is out in the theaters you can always find a backdrop to take a photo where it kind of feels like you're at the movie premiere Mm -hmm. and they do almost have like a red carpet walk up to the theater it's a it's an experience for sure so yeah definitely if you had a day on your trip that is designated to not be in the parks not spend money on an extra park ticket and you want to spend time at disney springs but also have something like going to just sit down and enjoy a new movie that's in theaters this is a great spot to do it yeah definitely
0: Okay, let's see, moving on from that area. We've got a cigar store, (laughs) um, sunglass icon. We've also got another Disney's Candy Cauldron. So if you still want sweets, you can stop there. And then we've got Superhero Headquarters. I don't think I've ever been, what is the Superhero Headquarters?
1: So just like the Star Wars Galactic Outpost, which is right next door, it's going to be a bunch of Star Wars-specific merchandise. The superhero headquarters is Marvel-specific merchandise. Oh, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah, superheroes. And then you've got the Disney Candy Cauldron, which is very much like getting something from any of the bakeries in the parks. You can get your apples, your Rice Krispie Treats, the various candies that you can find pre-packaged, cotton candy. Um, And then... I always stop into the Pele soccer store. It's like a soccer jersey, soccer ball, soccer merchandise. My family is very much into soccer. Um, And so that is one we always tend to look into just to see what kind of merchandise they have. There's not many soccer stores like that um the U.S. has obviously MLS and not the English Premier League which is a big deal over in Europe and so um, getting to walk through a store like this is kind of a special experience for me being a big soccer fan um and then right across from all of these stores this is kind of like the actual shopping portion of um the west side you are going to have exposition park which is basically this big cul-de-sac where you will see lots of food trucks this is a fun spot to go food trucks change the menus change you can find some really interesting eats here they have like a hot dog Truck, they have a mac and cheese truck, they have a salad truck, they have all kinds of stuff. So, if you want something quick and easy that isn't necessarily a sit down place, going across to this little exposition park on the west side to see what kind of food trucks are out is definitely a good spot to check out.
0: It's awesome. Um, we've also got a very large Starbucks over here next to the Star Wars Galactic Outpost, and then we've also got Disney Style, which is a very interesting Disney merchandise store. It's, I I think it's supposed to be the more stylistic pieces, but to me it just feels like regular Disney merch. I don't really know. I've never like walked in there and been like,
1: wow, Disney style. Yeah, it's definitely not the Disney store that we're going to talk about later. There are more modernized, maybe more unique apparel pieces that you can find in here and merchandise, um, but it's not necessarily... The one that I'm running to, um, but it it does have some different things. If you're wanting some maybe more unique or modern looking Disney apparel that doesn't really have that like theme park Disney stamp on it.
0: OK, so when you round the corner of Disney style, you're going to see a pretty open area. This is also going to show you where the exit of the orange garage is. It's got like a pretty like little fountain out there. Um, this is typically the area that I come into the park. I usually always park in orange and come down these escalators um, and on in that area. You've got um, actually another part of the AMC theaters, But now it's a, a dine in theater so you can eat while you watch the movie. And then they also have a couple of little, like, kiosk stands. We've got a haagen station. We've got Wetzel's Pretzels. And we've got Yisaki, um, which is kind of in a little, like, cul-de-sac area right before you go over the two little bridges. But what else do we have for the
1: um, west side, Caitlin? So a quick note before we move on. If you are a lover of the um, bao buns that you can find at Food & Wine or mm, yeah. um, some of these Epcot festivals, Yasaki has these bao buns, which are pretty much identical. You can get an option that's identical. You can get like teriyaki chicken. They also have like a pizza bao bun mm. and some other options there. So it's another really fun, unique, quick eat over there in that little circle. I think some people kind of pass by it, but check it out if you're into bao buns for sure. So as we move into the kind of tail end of the west side section where we are going to come across planet hollywood your classic planet hollywood restaurant if i were visiting disney springs this would be last on my list for places i would like to eat it's a planet hollywood just like anywhere else that you might see a planet hollywood and then um next to planet hollywood is going to be Guy Fury's Chicken Guy. This is like a quick service, like fast food. It's incredible. Chicken tenders and french fries with like 40 different sauces you can choose from. If you're into chicken tenders and french fries with various sauce flavors, you're going to love this place. You can't go wrong. I love Chicken Guy. Me too. It's,
0: it's, it's ugh. I like will specifically go to Disney Springs just for Chicken Guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's it. So it is highly recommended by the, me and Caitlin here on the Castle Chat. And right across from Chicken Guy, we've got the very large Coca-Cola store, which even has a um, rooftop beverage bar on top. It's very, very cute up there. Very, um, what's the word? Instagramable spots. I would mm-hmm. say they've got some really cute fake greenery up there. You can get different types of Coke floats and other alcoholic drinks as well it's a really fun spot you can see like out into disney springs it's fun to go at sunset um and also the the coca-cola store is like four stories so there's so much going on in there
1: yeah it's huge they have some neat merchandise um the rooftop bar on top is one of my husband's favorite things to go and do get a slushie they have different flavors that you're not going to find anywhere else um, and if you can recall how Club Cool used to work, where you could try the different flavors of drinks around the world, they still have a new version of it now, it's a little bit more controlled than it used to be, but you can get flights of beverages, Coke products from around the world and try them. You can also get like a Coke float flight, or different flights, different Coke product flights that you can get up there that are fun to try if you're with a group of people. Um, So it's a fun spot to check out. Next to the Coke Paradise um, is going to be Sundry's and then Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. So funny enough, there is a Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill close to where Court and I live. I don't know if you've been to... Um I haven't
0: been to it here and I haven't been to it there.
1: Okay. Well it's like a pretty standard American food restaurant. Um I think it's really good, but because I have been to it elsewhere, it's never been one that I jump to want to eat at. But the neat thing about this Wolfgang Puck Barn Grill, which is like a table service restaurant. You go in, you sit down, you have somebody wait on you. Several restaurants in Disney Springs, if they have a long wait or you don't necessarily have the time to sit down in the restaurant, they will have walk-up window options. And so it's basically an abbreviated menu, some small bites and drinks that you can grab that are from the restaurant that aren't necessarily as difficult to prepare on like a quick a quick meal status and so if you can't go in and sit down at the wolfgang puck bar and grill as like a full sit down meal you can go to their walk-up window and see what small bites you might be able to get that are just a taste of that restaurant yeah
0: that's a, i mean that was a really great way to explain that i think that's the end of west side
1: yeah that concludes west side so Going from kind of review Cirque du Soleil through a handful of restaurants and shops all the way through to Wolfgang, Puck, Bar and Grill. That cuts us off right at where you can have like a walkthrough. There's a walk you walk through this shaded covered area and that transitions us into our next section.
0: Okay, town center. There is so much going on. This is your shopping hub. This is where you're going to basically find all of the shopping options. And there's shopping in every section, but if you are coming to Disney Springs specifically to shop, you're not as interested in the food, you need to hit town center and just
1: walk up and down until you find all the stores that you're looking for. Would you agree? Yeah, there are too many stores for me to even count here. For sure, without a doubt, this is where all of like your apparel stores are going to be located. There are... Just to name a few, there's a Tommy Bahama, there is an American Thread, there's Vera Bradley, Sperry, Lily Pulitzer, Free People, Kate Spade, Coach, Zara, like, I mean, the list goes on. There's a very long list, and I think we would probably run out of our showtime here mm-hmm. if we mentioned every single one, but there are designer options, there are more affordable options there are unique options that i have never run across except for at disney springs Mm -hmm. so if you are looking to shop you want to look at clothes you want to look at jewelry you want to look at bags go to town center find your way there
0: yeah this also reminds me a lot of like when you go to like an out like a premier outlet you're gonna see a lot of the similar stores here I, like, you, like you said, I do love how there is a good variety of the designer versus just common um, places. One of the really cool things about the town center is that I think that one of the largest Zara stores in the world is the Zara that is here in Disney Springs. It is huge. There's so much in there. It's two stories, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just so much happening in the Zara store, which that is kind of the center of the town center. Or the that's yeah that's right there in the middle of everything um kind of across from coach and mac you also on the other corner of zara you've got like anthropology you've got Sephora, lacoste you've got stance kendra scott fabletics and then you've got under armor i mean it, the list just goes on and on we could sit here and talk about every single one of these
1: places but we would run out of time. <laughs> absolutely so two of the ones that I want to touch on that are more Disney specific stores that I don't know that I would run across anywhere else one is going to be ever after Jewelry Co and accessories so if you are looking for a unique piece of Disney jewelry or um, like a handbag they have like a lot of different really beautiful maybe more expensive pieces that are Disney specific in this store Um, and then down the way kind of um, towards the end of where this town center area is going to be, you have Uniqlo. I'm not really sure where Uniqlo originates from, if it's Japan or somewhere in Asia, but if you go in the store, it's, I want to say, almost like an H&M. Yes, Um, that's what I was going to say. But they have so many Disney Specific shirts that are from this particular apparel brand that are not necessarily like the Disney branded t shirts that you find in the gift shops in the parks, but they're unique and still cool Disney shirts if you needed one for your trip and you felt like you didn't have any Disney specific apparel and you wanted something unique. This is a cool spot to check out.
0: Yes, I agree. It is a fun store. It's one to definitely stop by and take a look in because you never quite know what you'll find they have a lot of basic pieces and a lot of really fun disney pieces as well that you wouldn't expect the store to hold so definitely check that out um i don't think there's any food actually there is there's the polite pig that's a food option that is barbecue i've heard really good things about that is there any other food options
1: so technically within the town center you're going to find a lot of quick service options i think again the focus here is the shopping not necessarily the dining so there is blaze fast fired pizza it's like uh like a Moe's or some like down or like a subway but for pizza um it is a pizza Restaurant that was um, started by LeBron James, so I um, didn't know this. Yes, he owns Blaze. Um, So they have they have really good pizza. If you're looking for a quick bite, the last time um, that my husband and I were in Disney, we got to Disney Springs close to closing, and we were starving. Had the munchies, and we popped into Blaze, and we split a pepperoni pizza, and you know it was great.
0: I forgot there's also Deluxe Burger, which is across from there and then
1: frontera cocina frontera cocina is another like mexican or latin flair restaurant again a sit-down restaurant that has a to-go or walk-up window which i think is really neat um you mentioned sprinkles sprinkles is a um, cupcake specific bake shop it's the first ever Cupcakery, But the cool thing about Sprinkles is they have a cupcake ATM.
0: Yeah, that's super unique. If you just want the experience of walking up to a little window and finding your cupcake and then it popping out of this little ATM, it's definitely a fun experience to do.
1: Yes. If it's if you are looking for an experience and a dessert, check it out.
0: I think that's it for Town Center. I know we kind of just like flew through that, but there's just so many shopping options. There's not much to really talk about with this area. Okay, next we've got the landing. This is actually a really fun area of Disney Springs it is the furthest away from the like parking it's kind of out on its own little island um so it's got a lot of water surrounding it so it's a very pretty area of Disney Springs let's start on the end that is connected to west side there are two bridges that um kind of take you from west side next like where the planet Hollywood is over to the landing Caitlin what do we have on the other side of those bridges
1: okay so the landing is probably where i spend a lot of my eating time in disney springs this is where you're going to find all your fancy restaurants um and what we are going to start with is maria and enzo's pizza ponte and across the way from that is enzo's hideaway it's uh, one of those more like quick service but also kind of cool atmosphere places um it's italian food incredible menu if you like italian food you will like this restaurant if you want a kind of like more bar experience Enza's hideaway across the way is going to be like down under the bridge it's meant to be uh, almost like a prohibition type like hidden away um, like a ex- it Kind of. It's still like an Italian restaurant, but it's hidden away. I'm not sure there's a story there, but Maria and Enzo's and then Enzo's Hideaway are meant to be like sister to each other. Yeah. Um, but one is like the full sit down restaurant and the other is more like a bar. Mm-hmm.
0: And then also to mention, I didn't mention this before, but kind of behind the restaurants, almost in the water, is the... Um, the, I can't even pronounce this. Aerophile? Aero- Aerophile. Aerophile. The world leader in balloon flight. It's basically a really fancy name for a hot air balloon.
1: You've seen this hot air balloon. If you've been in Disney World, you've been driving down World Drive. You have seen Aerophile take flight in the sky. You can sometimes see it from Epcot or other parks, but it is a blue-striped hot air balloon. I think it's about $20 per person to go up, Mm -hmm. um, and it takes you up pretty high. There's this full circle walk around. It's a lot bigger than you would think it is, um, like looking at it from a distance, plenty of people can stand up there there have actually been people who have been married up there oh that's really intense um so yes it's a fun experience if you're not afraid of heights and it's not a windy day it is always going up based on weather conditions so if the weather conditions are good and not scary then you can definitely take a flight on this hot air balloon and get some incredible views of disney from above
0: Yes, definitely. Okay, going back to where we were next to Maria and Enzo's, you've got the Edison. This is a really cool um, eating spot. Have you eaten at the Edison before? I have. Okay.
1: What was your experience like? So the Edison, I mentioned it with Enzo's Hideaway, um, but it is definitely like a speakeasy vibe it is very industrial in terms of its design on the inside a little bit art deco um there are dancers it's a little bit more adult a little bit more risque in there Um, they have like aerial dancers and um i forget the specific type of not like burlesque but kind of burlesque type (laughs) um shows in there and they have bar food and drinks but they're definitely elevated they have like um clothesline candied bacon is one of their like hot items in there it is delicious it is what you would expect yeah it's this big old piece of bacon that's literally like dried on a clothesline and it's coated in candied goodness um, and then they have really cool drinks in there as well but it's definitely worth going just to experience the atmosphere and the vibe of the place itself yes so
0: across from the edison we have the sdk orlando which is also another adult
1: type of vibe it's got a bar in it right yeah it's a fancy steakhouse restaurant okay
0: yeah but it's definitely like this whole area right here is definitely like you just you don't see a lot of kids hanging out around here i'd say um it's definitely like you said elevated it's fun um it's a really nice restaurant moving on from there you've got um some stores you've got the art of shaving you've got sanuk over there um and then you've got paradiso 37 i've never eaten here either have you eaten
1: there i've not eaten here i've not heard the best reviews in terms of options in disney springs where you can get latin flair food i have heard this is not the one to go to so yeah i have not um tried paradiso 37 maybe it has been on the up and up and maybe it's better than what i had heard previously um, but it is that uh, latin american flavor of food there um one of my favorite places over here in terms of shops is the savannah bee company they sell honey just like you would expect. But my favorite thing that I get here every time I go to Disney Springs is orange blossom honey. It's from Florida. They have like orange blossom infused honey. Ooh. It is so good. I love putting it on toast or croissants. I mean, it's a, it's a random thing that I feel like I have to get every time I'm in Florida.
0: um there's also some sweet tooth options over here we've got the ganachery as well as gideon's bakehouse which i know you are a huge fan of gideon's she's over here just in dream world um do you want to explain what um gideon's is i feel like i would not be doing you justice if i if i (laughs) explained it i feel like you need to explain what it is
1: okay I'll quickly touch on the ganachery. I also get items from the ganachery every time I'm in Disney Springs. I have a problem, I told you. Um, the ganachery is a chocolate ganache shop. They have beautiful, they're pieces of art, but also delicious um, pieces of ganache that are, you can get like boxes of six, you can get individual ones, you can get boxes that are bigger than six, um, but they are various flavors, delicious. They're expensive, but so worth it, in my opinion. Um, Court, last time I came came back from Disney, I think I brought you yeah, some ganachery. Did. did you, you did enjoy it? It was
0: very, very good. I need to go there myself.
1: Yeah, you can pick out your own flavors next time. For Again, sure. Again, I have a thing with oranges and citrus, so there is a orange um, white chocolate ganache there that is my favorite. So good. Um, but let us move on to Gideon's. So Gideon's Bakehouse is a bakery that originally started in Florida, not in Disney Springs. I could not tell you the specific location, but it is originated in Florida. It is an experience. Not only are their baked items unreal, but the experience itself of going into the bake shop, waiting outside, and then finally getting to go behind the doors is so worth the wait in line Or virtual queue, in my opinion. So, what this is is basically, I would say, I I don't know the appropriate term. A gothic library is what I feel like I walk into. Yeah, that's pretty good. They have these dark lanterns that hang overhead, books on the wall, paintings. They're these very specific paintings of these little caricatures. They're like little vampire creature. Uh, almost like like if you can imagine Dobby in uh, like cartoon form, not <laughs> his like one. computer animated form, kind of be like that if you were into Harry Potter. Anyway, a very interesting design here, but it is definitely an experience. As soon as you walk through the doors, you can smell brown sugar, butter, chocolate, all of the above. They have candles that you can buy that smell like this bait shop. Ooh. So. If you like the smell of baked goods in your home, you can also get a candle, but their baked goods are these half-pound cookies. That's their main thing. They also have these larger-than-life slices of cake that are also very good, but these half-pound cookies come in various flavors. They have a flavor of the month every month, which is kind of exciting because every time you go, there is something new to try, Um, but they are full of chocolatey goodness or other versions of things my personal favorite however is going to be their cold brew
0: yeah you're a big cold brew fan
1: (laughs) i clearly have a sweet tooth problem and a coffee problem if you know (laughs) me it's an issue um but their cold brew is one of a kind they have various flavors they have a cookies and cream cold brew a peanut butter cold brew some other flavor that i'm blanking on and then i think just their like black cold brew i traditionally i have always gotten their peanut butter cold brew this past time i tried their cookies and cream cold brew also phenomenal it is certainly rich it is decadent it is not necessarily like a, a coffee um it's sweet it's a dessert but if you would like to experience drinking a Reese's Pieces or experience drinking an Oreo cookie with a hit of coffee flavor in the background, that is what you will get. It is so good. I get it every time I go. (laughs) I will preach about it until I die. Yeah, you
0: definitely need to stop by Gideon's on your next trip for sure now we're gonna have to go through some of these other items let's see here kind of quickly on the back side of gideon's bakehouse kind of like the opposite side of the street that we just went down you've got morimoto asia which is your traditional asian food and then we've got chef art smith's homecoming which both caitlin and i absolutely love it is amazing southern food i'm gonna tell you right now go for brunch It's the best, you can get the best fried chicken, the best little donuts. They've got amazing alcoholic drinks. There's a blueberry mimosa. I could go on and on about the amazing Southern food that they have here. And I feel like a lot of people don't stop by here. I don't know, I feel like it's less popular, but I'm like, why? You need to go here, it's so
1: good. They've got uh, so Chef Art Smith, for those of you who don't know, was Oprah Winfrey's personal chef for a very long time. He also was an uh, OG. Like, he used to work for Disney. I can't remember if he did Disney college program, if that was in existence. But he used to work at Disney, then went and worked for Oprah and has done all kinds of crazy stuff. And then when he wanted to open his own titular restaurant, he chose Disney. Like, how cool. It's incredible. His food's great. He has these cheddar cheese drop biscuits. All these sides whenever I go and it's not breakfast I love to get what's called a kitchen plate which is just a bunch of sides in addition to their fried chicken and donuts. Um, so my stomach is super full when I leave here Morimoto Asia is also extremely popular there are Morimoto Asia restaurants outside of Disney Springs there's one in Hawaii one in China I believe as well um, my sister and her boyfriend are big Asian foodies and um, they sing about this restaurant all the time they're obsessed they're like i'm literally dreaming about when i can go back and do it again um so asian food is not my favorite version of cuisine um so for me this is not one i'm jumping at the bit chomping at the bit to get to um but for those of you who are into that cuisine my sister says it's phenomenal
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay there are some other amazing food options throughout here but we gotta go quickly. Like I said, we're running out of time. There's so much more to still cover here. Okay. Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Never been there. Have you been
1: there? I have been there. Is it good? It is good. It's a very cool atmosphere for a bar. It's a hanger, like an airplane hanger, very yes. themed too. It's almost like Indiana Jones airplane <laughs> style. It's very cool, worth checking out. That's awesome. Okay
0: wine bar george oh we could sit here and have a whole episode on wine bar george if you are into an elevated food experience and you love wine go to wine wine bar george they have an amazing charcuterie board they do a lot of family style plates which um can feed so many people it's so good to buy a bunch of different stuff on the menu and just try different things out they have an exquisite wine menu everything is gorgeous in there go to wine bar i'm I could literally sit here and talk about it forever. But also, Raglan Road is next to Wine Bar. This is also where you can go and get, like, a full Irish experience. They have river dancers in there. It's definitely a rowdy place to be. Um, I always hear lots of fun music coming out of there. Never been there personally, though. And then you got a gelato place next door to Wine Bar, which... the gelato is so good have you had the gelato
1: so i have not had the gelato here but i do know um, the place is called vivoli il gelato this is the i can't there is a very specific way that i need to describe this and i'm not going to do it so i apologize but Something about this gelato place, it comes directly from Italy or it's the only place in the U.S. where the gelato is like directly from Italy or the recipe is from Italy. I can't remember. There's something very special about this gelato. It's like as authentic as it gets. So if you want to pretend that you're in Italy eating gelato, this is the spot to go. It's Mm -hmm. as close as you could possibly get. Definitely okay let's see what else we got
0: we got the boathouse and we also have paddlefish two very popular restaurants to the disney springs area what's really cool about the paddlefish is it's on like the restaurant itself is on a huge boat so if you want a different type of environment when you're eating definitely check out paddlefish um boathouse next next to Boathouse. Isn't this where they have the little cars, the little boat cars? Yeah,
1: so the amphicars will take off from a dock right beside Boathouse. Boathouse and Paddlefish are going to be more seafood cuisine. They have other things that are outside of seafood. If you don't like seafood like me, I have eaten at Boathouse. I did get chicken there, and I wish I would have gotten it from homecoming, so if you don't like seafood, maybe try a different restaurant but um yes the amphicars is a really neat experience it's an expensive experience but really neat creative disney imagineer stuff here where you are in an old school car on a driveway basically and you get in the car and your driver says all right let's go for a drive and drives you right into the water so your your car turns into a boat
0: very Chitty Chitty Bang Bang vibes. Yes. So just
1: like an amphibian that can do land and sea, it's an amphicar. Um, so really cool experience if you have the ability to try it out. It'd be a really sweet date night if you like wanted mm-hmm. to do something special for your significant other. Um, but you can experience that there. Other than um, those restaurants there, we've got a couple other shops and then another bakery. We have Erin McKenna's Bakery. Um, This bakery is really special for those um, people who have a ton of food allergies. All of her baked goods are allergy friendly, basically gluten-free, dairy-free, all of the above. You can find something that suits your allergy need there. So if you're going to Disney Springs, you got a sweet tooth, but you're worried about where to get it from, definitely check this out.
0: Well, I think that kind of um, sums everything up for the landing there. I know we jammed in a lot of stuff there, but there's this area. Like we said, there's so much much food over here, and it's definitely a fun area to be. So we're actually going to take a pause real quick, and we are going to share some news with you about our Season 5 giveaway. Hey friends, if you are following us on Instagram at the Castle Chat, you may have seen that we have launched a season five giveaway. In this giveaway, we have picked basically like five to six items that we want to share with you to celebrate the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. We've got a tumbler, we've got a set of ears, we've got a pin, we've got some little tiny Mickey and Minnie plushes, and we've got a $50 Disney gift card for you now if you want to win this giveaway you have to enter on our Instagram account at the castle chat and if you're looking for today's code word the code word is high five go ahead and send us that code word in a DM to get your extra entries for this giveaway and hopefully you'll win okay guys we're back We have one more land to do in Disney Springs. This is coming to a close. Let's end it out with Marketplace.
1: Okay, I love the Marketplace if I am in the mood for something Disney. If I want Disney merch, if I want a Disney home item, if I want something that says, hey, I went to Disney World and this is my souvenir, I'm heading straight for the marketplace. Yeah,
0: that's a great way to describe this area. Um, As you enter into the marketplace, you're going to see um, some of your most popular areas, I would say. We've got, right off the bat, we've got the Lego store and the World of Disney. The World of store- Disney is the largest Disney World store on property. It is an absolute madhouse. But if you are looking for a specific piece of Disney merchandise, this is going to be the place that most cast members are going to tell you to go. If you can't find it in like the Emporium or Mickey's on Hollywood or whatever merchandise store you're in within the parks, they're going to send you to World of Disney.
1: Yeah, I think this is the biggest one in the entire world. Not it just probably is, Disney honestly. World. It's... Yeah. It's huge. huge. There's so much to choose from. It's organized into different sections. You could certainly get lost. You can lose your child in here, so keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, this part of Disney Springs, I think, is always the busiest. Oh, it is a yes. madhouse over here with people trying to get merchandise from these both the lego store and the world of disney mm-hmm. store
0: it's definitely jammed in right there and across from the world of disney store you've got
1: a cute little
0: amphitheater where they do some live music they've got a um, waterside stage that they have and every time i'm at disney springs i always see somebody performing here and it definitely lines my mood as i'm in the crowds like just hearing people dance and sing along to whoever, whoever's performing it's so fun to see that
1: Yeah, I've actually um, taken in a couple of performances uh, while I've been waiting for family to get out of one of these stores, and maybe I didn't want to go into the chaos, and I've just sat and watched whoever was performing, and I'm actually always thoroughly impressed by whoever's up there. They bring a lot of energy. Disney, I'm sure, vets uh, plenty of artists that would love to perform in a spot like Disney Springs, so it's always a pretty quality musical performance over there.
0: Okay, so let's move a little bit past the World of Disney Store here. We've got a really fun place if you want something sweet again. Disney Springs does a really good job of putting lots of sweet tooth um, items (laughs) around every single corner. But we've got the Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop. Now let me tell you, the smell of chocolate radiates out of that place, and it makes me want to melt.
1: Yes, it is very good. Again, I I have a hard time... um, choosing things that i know i can find somewhere else so this is not always my first option for a sweet treat but let me tell you what this place is always hopping always busy you can go in and get a free piece of chocolate so don't miss out on that
0: yeah i mean come on don't get your free items you're already spending so much money to be in disney world right you gotta soak in
1: everything free that you can get what do we have around the ghirardelli um shop so there are plenty of other little shops in here that i won't mention but the next thing that i want to touch on is the marketplace co-op i love this spot so much i always want to stop in here probably more so than the world of disney store this is where you're going to find more home-based or seasonal based disney items in here Um, things that i always purchase at this particular area it's a co-op so there are basically little booths that have different types of merchandise that is disney specific Um, you can find like the disney vault collection that's kind of hard to find in the parks there's a whole section of the disney vault collection there is a section of the co-op that is dedicated to like kitchenware and baking items that are disney themed there is the dress shop there um if you are into like dapper day and the retro dresses that are disney themed you can find the dress shop in the back of the co-op where you can get a retro looking disney themed dress um they also have a dog section i forget what it's
0: really cute i don't know the name of it but they do have adorable like disney themed dog accessories so fun for your pet
1: yes leashes collars um harnesses they have ears for your dog dog beds all of the things they also have um a technology section where you can get phone cases laptop cases you can customize them they also have a section for luggage so if you're looking for a disney specific piece of luggage you can also find that in here lots of different neat items to find in here um that aren't again like the typical things that you find in the disney world gift shops in the parks Um, a little bit more harder to find items in here so um, one thing i always walk away with out of this place though in the center of the co-op they have a fragrance section you can get different smells that you can find throughout disney world and there is one fragrance called clover world and it is apparently the smell that is in flight of passage Oh! I always go home with one of these diffuser little bottles of Clover World, and I just can't get enough of the smell. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay,
0: let's see. I, I also love the co-op. I enjoy shopping in there as well. There's definitely so much to see. Okay, across from Marketplace, you've got Marketplace Snacks. It's like a little fun place for you to get some snackies. Um, then you've got like a two little, um, I guess mini attractions for kids. They've got a carousel. They've got a little train that kids can ride. There's another Star Wars, um, merchandise trading posts. There's pin trading. There's once upon a toy. So definitely a lot of Disney things over in this area. Also got a really fun restaurant over here. It's just quick service, which I actually frequent a lot. It's called Earl of Sandwich, basically a good place to get a good sub and some chips. Um, Love this area. Then we've got Goofy's Candy Co. Disney's Days of Christmas, which is very, very fun. If you are into any type of Christmas decor, this place is stocked. There's lots of um, different Christmas stores throughout the parks, but this is the best one, in my opinion. They have a really amazing ornament. They have customizable options as well. Then you've also got Disney's Wonderful wonderful World of Memories, the art of Disney. I mean, there's just all throughout this whole section. Disney, 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 Disney.
1: So the art of Disney is really cool. This is where you're going to find some more high-end versions of Disney art that you could take home with you to hang on your walls. A couple of times that I have popped into this store, they have artists who have done a lot of the work that you find in the store signing their pieces and so um there was this one collection by a painter he did paintings of all of the world showcase pavilions and they are stunning they're beautiful they're like watercolor um paintings and you could go pick one of the prints up and have him sign it on the back which i think is even more special than just taking home the piece of art itself so keep your eyes peeled in some of these spots you might find some little hidden treasures that you might not expect (laughs) and to
0: end out our time in the marketplace we've got two restaurants we've got your Infamous Rainforest Cafe. These are all over the world. Kids love this type of place um, where they can eat and see the animatronic animals. It's just a fun thing for kids to do. And right across the bridge, we also have a similar experience, which is going to be T-Rex. It's going to be your dinosaur specific dining. So two options over there, the marketplace family friendly dining. Um, If you want something to do with your kiddos, that's definitely immersive and theming check out both of these places over in the marketplace but i think after all of that i think that's disney springs
1: yeah there are definitely some places that we left off that i know some of you will be listening and be like oh you didn't talk about this and yes we know there's too many things to cover like court said at the beginning of the episode there's like what 120 something of all of the know. options there's
0: literally so so many like i said there's 103 shops, 66 dining options, and 27 experiences. If we sat here and explained every single one of them, this episode would be like four hours long.
1: <laughs> yes. So we apologize for being brief in some of our descriptions. Some of the things that we chose to elaborate on, I know might not be your favorite, but if we wanted to give our ultimate guide to Disney Springs, I know we touched on all the things that Court and I specifically love. If you could go to Disney Springs right now, tell me what shop you're stopping in, what restaurant you're eating at for dinner, and where you're getting dessert.
0: Oh my gosh. Way to put me on the spot like that. Okay. Shop that I'm stopping in. I am going – I think I'm going to stop in – I'm probably going to stop in the co-op. Good I'm choice. stop in the co-op. I'm gonna eat at homecoming and at the sweet treat. I'm gonna go to everglazed. I like the over like overdramatic donuts. Okay. So
1: that's my three. What about you? I like it. Um, for me let's see here. I'm trying to think outside of the box. I would love to try stK. I'm a big fan of a solid steak. Mm -hmm. I've never eaten at STK. So maybe I'll try STK for a nice steak dinner. And then after I eat my delicious steak, I am going to get some ice cream from Salt and Straw because it is blazing hot out. And then I am going to... Um, try to go fit my food baby into some cute clothes at Zara because we don't have a Zara and I love their Mm. their stuff there.
0: I figured you were going to say Zara. I know you love that place. I do. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us and hearing all the things about Disney Springs. We hope this was your ultimate guide and you are now experts at the area. Definitely check out Disney Springs on your next trip. Let us know if you ever, I mean, just reach out to us. If you're going to Disney Springs and you have questions, we'd love to help you guys out. Um, It's a very large and complicated area for somebody that's not been often. So um, just take it as it comes. If you want to do just one section at a time, it, that's definitely a, a way to do it like i said we've been going for such a long time and there's still things that we find that are new and different every single time that we go so thanks for hanging out with us on this episode and we are gonna throw things over to kelly
2: for today's trip tale. all this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations the official travel partner of the castle chat and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip as you're starting to plan your Disney vacation be sure to take a quick look at the calendar and make sure you know what holidays are going to be going on while you're there as well as if there's any events that are taking place in the parks this can make a big difference in terms of crowd levels and what's going to be available for resorts you'll see that holidays are going to be more expensive and also more crowded just because people are already off on vacation. If you're looking for the least crowded time of the year to go, I'd consider looking at September, January, and February, but again, looking at the specific times. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram. Click that link in their bio, and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning, and I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. small shop shout out another season of
0: small shops. i know it's so fun today we are shouting out a amazing store on that we found on instagram it's 100 acre threads which is such a cute little nod to um winnie the pooh their little tagline is a small shop inspired by magic they make they make very very cute embroidered apparel that is wonderful for your next disney trip they're fun, they're bright, they're colorful, they're unique. I don't know, there's just something about it is just so fun. I do not own a 100-acre thread shirt, but I am wanting to go on there right now and purchase another one. or purchase one for my next trip.
1: I have my eye on one for a very specific reason for an upcoming trip that is going to be revealed to you guys later on. So maybe I will go on and get some of their goodies and take it with me on this secret trip that I can't wait to share with you guys. Oh, secret trip. So stay tuned. (laughs) 100 Acre Threads, I'm coming for you. Um, But that is this week's small shop shout out. You can find them on Instagram at Hundred acre threads okay guys
0: next week we are bringing you one of your favorite episodes that we bring to every single season it's titled and the award goes to dot 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 caitlin
1: what's our award show gonna be for next week okay i'm super excited about this one this one is actually brought to you by you you chose this category we asked listeners to submit ideas for award shows and somebody sent in this very clever idea we put up a poll between this one and another one to see what you guys would be most interested in and the most popular vote by a landslide was disney movies of the early 2000s to cover everything from 2000 to 2010 was just way too much so we are Chopping it at early 2000s, going from 2000 to 2005. This award show is going to be so fun.
0: It is going to be jam packed. We are focusing specifically on Disney releases, not like DCOMs or companies that are connected to Disney that would technically still be considered a Disney film, straight Walt Disney Pictures get buckled up and ready for next week also if you have entered the giveaway we will be announcing the giveaway winner in the episode next week so stay tuned find out if you won our amazing um season five giveaway we are so excited about this but in the meantime you guys can keep up with us on instagram at the castle chat or you can send us an email Chat at gmail.com Be sure to enter the giveaway, like I said. Keep up with us on social media. Leave us a review on your podcast platforms. We would love to hear from you. We continue to grow based off of the feedback that you guys give us each and every week. So thank you for what you guys do for us so that we can continue to build this podcast. In the meantime, we'll leave you guys with what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting
1: for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, guys.